long on uh, a Sunday episode. I'm still in money-making Manhattan. Jason has returned to the motherland. He's kissing the ground. He's earthing. He's eating at Jelena. <laughs> have you sauntered yet? I have not sauntered yet. That is it's okay. on my to-do okay. list. I need to do... I need to go to an actual, actually clean and working Equinox, mm. not like the ones in New York. Sure. Those cesspools of filth. I mean, it's really fucked up how nasty they are compared to my, my home location. Well, I mean, but, if, you were, if you were getting jerked off, you probably wouldn't care quite as much, but I understand where you're coming from. Well, the, the saunas in New York, the, the one that I was going to, it had a lot more real estate in it, but mm. it's just it was just messy. It was just like dirty and just like water and sh- wet towels and just shit everywhere it's- once again once again if you were getting jerked off you would leave your towel behind too because <laughs> you have to rush to make it downtown to Citibank before 9 a.m so it's it's not you know i, I think that okay you're doing it so wrong. this is starting to sound <laughs> like you there you're, you're very good at giving this very hyper specific advice mm-hmm. almost as if it is sort of coming from a place of uh, familiarity to you almost as if you have done this before is that weird to say i could say you would think that but i'm proud to say i've never showered or done a steam or sauna at an equinox in my entire life right that's just not for that's not for me okay so that reminds me of like when you watch sort of like the the born again like baptist pastor people who who get caught exactly (laughs) um, child uh, molesting (laughs) children Sort of, if you don't let out any steam, next thing you know, oh, I did a bad thing, didn't I? <laughs> no, 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 that's not. I just prefer, um, even though I love the Kiehl's range of products, of course, and you know I love to sweat. That's not a problem. Uh, oh, I just yeah. find I just find my home territory is more comfortable uh, for showering. I used to be the same exact way. I also, if I had somewhere to be, I would get it. But most of the time, I, I have, I can, you know, I'm usually close enough to wherever I'm living or staying mm-hmm. to, to, you know, the five or 10 minute walk doesn't really add too much to my commute so I can get fresh and still get to the office on time. You know, maybe we could hire a hypnotist for you that can sort of somehow get you into the, mm-hmm. I don't know, because you, you, it seems like you're a locker room kind of guy. Like when I was there, I ran into to Kobe from uh, rebounder from rebounder. He was, he was in, you know, just a couple of guys in the sauna in the locker room whipping towels on each other's <laughs> rear ends and being what are you doing later you going to jeans yeah what are you doing you got an odeon res what are you doing later you want to pop by you want to play some indoor tennis okay so you're saying to me that this is a place for kind of some private male bonding which is something i like and that i might be missing out on that aspect of it uh because i'm only looking at it as a shower yeah you haven't well i mean the other problem is like the last time i was in new york at the equinox the even stinkier one, the one in in Williamsburg, it was just like two twenty four year old, you know, content creators in like the finance space who are like six five, um, you know, just chiseled human beings, and they're like, "What's the move tonight?" <laughs> just to just to see that and hear that, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. young, the, like young people asking each other what the move is in person versus over. You know, that's a good point. Toxic cell phones. It's nice to see that. What's the move tonight does feel more like an iMessage than something that is actually uttered by the human mouth. So I'm glad that you were able to. We might we might go hit raise for one and then just kind of (laughs) see. Might hit raise for one. God damn it! When he means we're gonna hit raise for one. Froze frozen. something no they something got no the slushy machine i mean they don't have froze right now because it's actually like winter even though like global warming or whatever so mm-hmm. i mean we'll just have to get they do have cores in the can it's like the old school and the design is sick yeah we might go to raise and have like one banquet beer canned warm served warm of course what if Ray's served a warm banquet beer and a, and a shot of jamo you know that was their special it had to be warm yeah no substitutions no soy sauce this is just this is how cousin Greg wanted it. You were able to, yeah. We were talking about that when we were walking around. I feel like it's kind of cold for cousin Greg. What do you think it could be? Because he was just—is he going to pop back up now that season two of Secession is going is coming? Oh, I mean, I'm—he's like a wart that you get removed and it continues to grow. Uh, I think <laughs> okay. that uh, no, I think that <laughs> probably yeah, but I think that also you know, like I said to you, I think he's like smashed all the regular chicks downtown. Yeah. 
and it's just like, all right, well, I guess I gotta like go to LA for a little while, or I'm gonna open another um, another throwback establishment to lure in more partners. You know, that's how these Hollywood groomers do it, I guess. But he's never been. Has he ever done anything besides Succession? Like, is he? I, I don't know his work. Like, where did other he come than nineteen year olds? I don't know. Where did he come from? No, look, bro. She look. She has a good job at Sonos, and she's like, she went to Penn. Like, <laughs> she's cool. Like. She's like, yeah, I mean, she manages a bunch of different projects over there. She knew what she was getting into. She, yeah, I mean, she knew me from the show, but like, I would see her at the bar because I would guest bartend sometimes when Thoreau couldn't do it, you know? So it was kind of like, bro, w- no better way of getting fucking pussy than guest bartending, dude. <laughs> and you like get to like act like you're a bartender. And it's Can like, you imagine? Where's my tip? <laughs> Unless. <laughs> Can you imagine being rich and famous from basically a being like a heel on a tv show and and a dumois fodder (laughs) and choosing to guest bartend when you could be in your apartment like sitting there alone doing literally anything literally i i I could be literally doing anything else it's crazy it has me thinking because that is a specific trait of celebrity it has a certain level of thirstiness, like the, like you hear stories of like Michael Jordan, guest bartending at like college bars in Santa Barbara, because he's just like blacked out and wants to see like you know some college sophomore titty or something like that. Certain celeb, Bill Murray does it, known known groper, known lap sitter. <laughs> I think this is a this is a toxic well, <laughs> trait. If you're a celebrity, you have millions of dollars, millions of fans. The ability you, you have the ability to have sex with people pretty easily when you're dipping into that yeah. guest bartender situation. Guest bartender I, I mean, don't want to call twelve, but who else do you call when you have a situation like this? This brings up because I'm reading the Matthew Perry memoir, My Addict King. Mm-hmm. He talks about but he talks about literally being like twenty three years old in LA, like not really making it, but like doing okay and like having 17 drinks at Formosa on a Tuesday night and <laughs> and being like I he, he said I literally got to my knees and prayed that God would make me famous like all I wanted was to be famous and then I got friends like the next week oh shit you know and like and yeah it's just a crazy and he had this like he talks about his crew which one guy was like a guy I'd never heard of and then one was Hank Azaria they were all like homies coming up and like <laughs> That was that was kind of like him and this other guy who was really good looking. They were like, we prayed to be famous. That's all we cared about. Like, so he, all the other uh, stuff like he, didn't matter. He had his own pussy posse with the guy who does the voice of Homer Simpson. Bro, I think I think Hank. First of all, I think Hank is who is he's the Apu voice as well. Well, so he, he does a lot. Key. Yeah, he does a lot of voices. Oh, he Simpsons, does a lot. Yeah. Okay, but but I think he might be like he he might have I think because of that though he is no, he's very very up. rich he has so much money he has so much money Matthew Perry mentions in the book is that Hank was a gym rat and was be shredded back in the day oh okay so I think Hank, I think Hank might have been doing a little business depending on you know it's time where his I one take bedroom a second, apartment was take a second look at Hank Azaria and his uh, sexual yeah, he, conquests we don't give him the flowers that he does. Let's get him on the pod. No, we need to talk to Hank. Hank, bro, I heard you were a sick man for Matthew Perry. Um, but could you elaborate on that, please? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, praying to be famous and then becoming a guest bartender is a cool pipeline that we've discovered, and hopefully we can kind of keep a watch on that as a guest bartender watch uh, on how long gone. Yeah, that's what happens when you pray to be famous and not pray to do something good for the world i would i mean it's much cooler to pray to be rich i think so i don't really understand this whole like pray to be famous thing because you know they they sometimes go hand in hand but not always you said it brother i i'm glad you're back in la i can i can hear the relaxation in your voice but i am still pounding the pavement out here and i wanted to give you a quick update on kind of what's been going on with me are you talking about what's going on in the lower east side i mean not particularly but i did just want to because i know the the listeners are waiting with bated breath but i I, I I took another Paris class this morning. Oh. <laughs> Paris okay. played the best set of music I've ever heard in a group fitness class in my entire fitness career. Okay. He absolutely shut it down. He played only the good songs from the new Drake, 21 Savage, wow. some throwback Drake, some Uzi, some Pooh Shiesty. He played I Got Time Today. He played all my shit. Pooh Shiesty? I know. It was unbelievable. It was It was honestly, it was unbelievable how good it was. Um, And he also said on the mic, 
Drake really came back. I'm so glad uh, after that awful pussy house shit he made. Wow. I, I almost jumped off the treadmill to dap him up for that one. Okay, so... You you mentioned Paris wearing like a crop tummy top and so, like is he gay? Yeah, yeah, okay. he's gay. He's he's from Houston. He's gay. He's a rugby player. He contains multitudes. Damn, I got okay. Are you guys friends on IG yet? No, but I'm. I almost. I was so washed after the class day because when you play music, that that's good. And I've had my pre workout and my coffee, and I'm just in the right headspace. I'm able to leave it all on the floor. Mm-hmm. And he was actually giving someone post class kind of instruction. Um, so I didn't want to interrupt that to tell him that he just changed my life. Damn, pussy. I, I will be linking and building with him in the near future. Um, but that brings us to. I, but I do his his declaration of uh, of love for um her loss mm-hmm. made me because you know people are asking Chris, what's your opinion on it? Jason? What do you think? You know what I mean? And you're a known um twenty one savage head. Yeah. 21 <laughs> and yeah i know pussy and i um yes i what do you think about it because we've talked about it a little bit but i i think we need to i haven't heard what joe budden thinks yet so i'm i'm kind of i'm i'm, I'm mm-hmm. waiting on that but I, I guess i'll listen to you since he's not here with us now yeah i'm a member of the streets community what do i think of hair loss i think it's a great album uh, and it, it's a good album the 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 good songs are are really good there are a lot of skippers, unfortunately. There are there is that terrible skit yeah. about what's his name talking about how he light up the CD with my four cylinder car. Nobody can catch me. Are you talking about known car dealer to the stars, Arthur Carr? Yeah, I love dealing Cal so much. My name is Cal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he got the. I don't know how he got the like Diddy style pep talk feature, but that's a that's a big move for him. That was the first time because like you hear the first song on the album and it's like three songs in one. It has a slow down part. Drake comes on and then he does the TI 24s flow. Talk to him, do something, blah, blah, blah. It gets you pumped up. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're, no, you're right. You're Paris right. has Paris's fat little ass is out of the saddle. <laughs> His fucking cheeks are clapping in a slow like, oh, this is like, are we really going to ride tonight? Are we really going to yeah, kill this guy? Yeah. It's like has that energy. It does. No, it's true. And then, you know, track two comes on. You're like, oh, my God, they're doing it. They're really going to do it. And then this fucking. OK, now you guys just did a song about like <laughs> having sex with girls, selling drugs, killing people. <laughs> Leaving bitches on red, using vanish mode when communicating with hoes. I'm like, this is this is what we need. We can do this all night, you know. Like, put another log on the fire. I'm gonna be here for a while. Sure. And then you got and like, okay, now is a good time on track three to have like a a 50 year old French guy talk about how he drives a four cylinder car in Paris. And he does it very fast. I don't really understand that skit. It must be. It must. It has to be some type of business deal, some back scratching thing. Like no, no, no. I think. I think they're just. I think they're just friends. I think there's a Virgil connection. I don't know why that happened because that is also. That's not like a voicemail. You know, that's like a recorded like. He was given a prompt. He was given an RFP. <laughs> he probably he, he probably did seventeen takes. He got an that. RFP from Dream Crew <laughs> with kind of the ask, and he was able to go into the to the local recording studio. What's on my KPIs? <laughs> what is my goal to accomplish for this skit? And then yeah, and he's like he's in the booth with the BlackBerry reading, and he's like, oh, line. <laughs> Oh yeah, I like the city. Calling line for a- when I was listening, I was like, "So you said you're in charge of turning the lights on on the Eiffel Tower every night? So that's sort of like the the lonely guy who works in like the lighthouse tower off. Uh, no, no, he's you know Cape Cod or I something think he, like he that. He was he was cosplaying as a a you know hourly worker. He's a very well paid high end car dealer with one of the coolest offices I've ever been in. Yeah. So I don't know why he's claiming. To turn the lights on, I think he's saying his swag could get the lights going. Is there a chance that he was using the ancient out of Mitafel? <laughs> I think you. I think. <laughs> I think he was. He could. He could have been using the famous Parisian art of Mitafel. Yeah, not Petifel, Mitafel. Aubrey, 
I don't actually work in the lighthouse. That would be crazy. But when Aubrey, when Aubrey touches, when when Air Drake touches down at Charles de Gaulle, that's who you call. <laughs> yeah. That's who you call to get the fucking Bentley truck, you know, to pull up at the at the at the hotel at the Ritz. Yeah, I need know? um, I need the fucking murdered out Ren Wall, <laughs> Feldell. Hold two dill sit down. Hey, you know Twenty One Savage is like, what the fuck this guy's saying? Hey, I'm, I'm sure Twenty One. <laughs> Sa- I'm sure Twenty One Savage did not hear that. Twenty One Savage has probably been to Paris once. You know, maybe. Yeah, it's one of those situ- EU yeah. passport holder. It's a little <laughs> easy for him since he's British. You know, but still, he's like, I haven't been out there since I was fucking. What's her name? Big head ass. Uh, <laughs> Amber Amber Rose. <laughs> Yeah, Amber Rose took me there. We did a little. We did a slut walk. I haven't been in Fer- in in France since we had Amber had to do a butt some kind of butt shot commercial. Or I don't remember what it was. <laughs> the food was weird. Not a fan. But when you when when you're 21, you're like a a pretty big rapper. But compared to Drake, it's you know it's a whole other level. And so Drake, I'm assuming, sort of takes the driver's seat in this situation. And you're like in the studio and we're doing the mix downs with 40 and he's, you know, he's putting up some BC buddies in the air and hitting his spleef <laughs> and like third song comes on. He's like, yeah, now we're going to play this two minute skit of a guy talking about stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and 21's like, he's like the Jay-Z reluctantly rocking. Yes. No. Um, animated GIF. He's just like, he might even just look, how do you say he no might even drink? just hit the bathroom? You know what I mean? Like he starts playing. He's like, yeah, I'll be right back. You know, I'll be I'll be right. I'm gonna go get a little air. I mean, I was looking at 40 because first of all, that you know, they said this was delayed because 40 got COVID, which is clearly a lie because they didn't want to go head to head with Taylor Swift because <laughs> even even Drake would lose that that battle. Oh, for sure. But I think that 40, I just don't know why 40 wears those glasses. He he wears like the like the kind of like thin Cartier style mm-hmm. hood classic. And I'm just like, bro, you're too rich to wear the this style of. It, it just looks funny to me. It's probably a comfort issue for them because I don't think he's he's only wearing glasses because he has to. I don't know if it's like a he's trying to sauce sauce on you. He definitely wears them because he has to. But it just makes me. I'm just like, dude, get the get the LASIK. You know what I mean? And just kind of level mm. level up a little bit because I, I just he's always high. So I feel like when he's squinting, you know what I mean? It's like the glasses are gonna cause more problems than good. It's a you good know? point, but also he smokes so much weed as a functional stoner yeah, that yeah. the the amount of LASIK paranoia. Because I'm sure, like that's a good point. The, the night before you were gonna drive down to go see Kobe Bryant's LASIK guy or whatever, there's probably some reluctant thoughts going through your head like damn my tummy was doing somersaults okay i was a little i was a little nervous um but yeah 40s zooted he probably takes a few of those delicious canadian zannies and and he's he's like good to go but i now do you think the real question is jason and this is be careful how you answer this Mm -hmm. you know is the line about megan the stallion actually about megan the stallion or is it about women getting butt shots because that's hotly debated. The community is in is in shambles. Ethel Kane is saying she's going to sick the Amish on Drake. Um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of people are very upset. But then then friend of Drake's Ovio Yadi took to Instagram Live to kind of be like in in his own way that was almost uh, hard to understand. Basically, nah nah, this is not about Megan. This is saying women get butt shots. And they're lying about right. it. Right. So the so the line in Circo Loco where Drake yes. destroys a Daft Punk song. <laughs> One more time. Look, use use the sample, use the beat, that's fine, but don't don't do like a haphazard lazy one. It's 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 lazy, Drake. You're you're better than that. But the bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. It's a double. It's a double entendre. You know how rap music works. It's a double, maybe triple. You know, I, I don't. I don't think it's in reference to Mal to to Megan the Stallion. I don't think. I think it's it's just saying like it's just like a reference. You know, like I think Twenty One says, um, uh, "I'm I'm handing out bullets to my ops on some Oprah shit." <laughs> or like everyone like everyone you know all so my ops saying- get a bullet on some oprah shit so it's just sort of like people get shot on some megan shit you know it's like a, it's a known thing that this person was shot 
and I'm not commenting whether or not I believe it's real or fake. Drake also was able to kind of give um, his take on uh, women's rights and abortion. Oh, I didn't catch that. These guys that never got no pussy in high school are telling women, you know what I mean? It was one of those things. Um, it wasn't mm-hmm. It wasn't like a chest out declaration of how he feels, but it was something that people were responding positively to. Um he said Ice Spice sucks, um, and he, <laughs> he made fun of broccoli rapper Drom, who said who got on Instagram Live and was like, "It's on site for you," which is just hilarious because Drom, Drom lives in a two bedroom house in like suburban North Carolina, and nobody's talked to him in six years. But good good luck with that, bro. Yeah, Drom is teaching uh, pre K right now at a very <laughs> yeah, nice yeah. liberal arts school. Um, no, Drom just showed Drom's him his like, tiny desk as his resume, and you're hired, kid. Drom and his chick opened a little daycare, kind of for the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he's doing okay. I mean, you know, it's, the it's deluxe not, album it's, didn't give him the boost he thought he was going to get last <laughs> summer. Um, but there, but Megan, Megan, it kind of makes me wonder because Megan the Stallion responded saying, "Stop using my shooting for clout, you bitch ass." Beep. Yeah. Since yeah. when is it cool to joke? about women getting shot especially rappers you are lame um ready to boycott bout shoes and clothing but dogpile on a black woman when she says one of y'all homeboys abused her and i think i would like to see a scenario where megan the stallion and drake just you know let's do it jake paul style like i don't think yeah. it's a out outside of the realm of possibilities for megan the stallion to at least put up a pretty good fight going toe-to-toe with Drake. I would like to see Megan the Stallion kick Drake's ass. I think the whole world would love to see that. Megan the Stallion could kick Drake's ass, there's no question, but she also and nobody has, would like it more than Drake. That's true. He would like he would like her uh spiked Jimmy Choo on his little nuts, you know. Um, I mean I, imagine Aubrey's spank bank having Megan the Stallion fucking sitting on your head until you're just like screaming uncle the problem is oh, she has a boy megan the stallion has a boyfriend and his name is partisan fontaine his name is partisan fontaine p-a-r-d-i-s-o-n partisan <laughs> i'm not familiar <laughs> they call him party uh with a d-i <laughs> you know like so i'm i'm not familiar i think he's so a, that means th- if if megan the stallion's man went both ways he would be bipartisan he would be bipartisan. part yes don't jesus christ yeah he would be next question i think this guy has had a song or two before um he's a he's a songwriter i'm sorry so in addition to writing several tracks for cardi b party also spent ample time working as a ghostwriter for lil nas x oh so he is gay and ed sheeran oh he's really gay <laughs> oh no i saw okay i i know who this person is because they posted a hashtag viral image of him like playing 2k while she was backing that big ass dumper on top of him and everyone was like <laughs> relationship goals i would love to be like a 40 year old guy hanging out with Megan the Stallion and being like, nah, I'm all good. I'm going to play my video game. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're really addicted to Call of Duty and you have your headset on, like, no, no ass is going to stop you from kind of, you know, being racist with your boys. I mean, it's different. In my household, if I, if, whenever I have the headset on and I'm gaming, pussy dries up. That's the problem in your household. But I guess <laughs> it's the only problem I have in my life, to be honest. So I should be grateful. My, my point is that. Party couldn't do shit. Like Drake would duff him out, or, or you know, maybe o- Ovio Noel or someone would kind of take him out. No, one on one, party would give him a run for his money. He doesn't look like a small guy. He doesn't look like a small guy, but I, I don't think, I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't have faith in this guy, but I think Megan the Stallion could kick both their asses, and that's kind of why he's in a relationship with her to begin with. Yeah, I guess if your name is Partisan Fontaine and, and you have a trademark symbol next to your name on Instagram, Mm-hmm. Even if you do look brolic as hell, yeah, you're, you, you are. I guess you, you are a pussy. You ain't really about it, but I believe Partisan Fontaine. The, the craziest part about this, I think that might be his government name. I don't think that's his stage name. I think that is that is a god given. I mean, if it's a government name, then what? That's a pimp ass name. But I'm looking at him. He's he's swole as hell. He's a big fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, he's big. I mean, he, he's yeah. It's, it's just I'm just saying. Damn, he has a giant tattoo on his stomach that says feminist. Have you seen that? Oh my god! Crazy. I mean, he's covered in tattoos um, all over, like head to toe, but in just like plain, plain like aerial all caps font, right above a giant eight ball on his ribs, he's got just the word feminist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
He was born Jordan Kyle Lanier Thorpe. Party's stage name was initially inspired by Back to the Future's Marty McFly. Originally, he wanted to call himself Party McFly. This should be a Patreon episode. Party McFly, but decided to drop the McFly and just keep Party. I think he didn't decide to drop that. I think all of his friends and family told him to drop that. Actually, this is this is smart of him. He said, I thought to myself, Jay-Z is not going to do a song with somebody named Party McFly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay, so Never mind. So maybe I this, take it back. I'm a I'm a massive party yeah, I, fan now. I think I'm I, I think I'm I'm ready to party. I, I think this guy <laughs> is cooler than I thought, but I still think that if you have a feminist stomach tattoo and you're dating someone like Megan the Stallion, you're probably a little you're, you're just you're not mate you're not a shot caller is what I'm going to say. Point counterpoint 21 when he had to wear the super or the the superhero costume while doing the slut walk that, and wearing the sign that said <laughs> yes, I'm a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> 21 has bodies and he did yeah. that that's how powerful amber rose pussy is make you fuck around and do some weird shit like that 21 savage is just kind of all over the place like i can't really pin down his personality you know because i, th- I feel like he's a little bit of a silly billy but he also has is, yeah go is ahead and try murderer. and put him in a box chris yeah exactly you can't but my my favorite song on the album of course is middle of the ocean where Drake just goes absolutely fucking crazy for like six minutes. Middle of the ocean lyrics. But that being said, I don't I don't know how 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 much I'm going to go back to this, you know? Right. And just for reference, it's it's going to sell like 350 and be number one, and Taylor Swift sold like 1.3. Sure. So that he would have absolutely gotten fucking dusted. So that's why he said on that song, I'm doing. Harry Styles numbers. I'm doing Bad Bunny numbers, mm-hmm. but he did not say I'm doing Taylor Swift numbers, and he's definitely not doing Bad Bunny numbers either. Uh, no, he's not. Um, no, he's not. Nobody is. But the song is the song is very that song is very good. But yeah, I mean overall, I would say like I mean that that's the song where he uh, fire shots at Serena Williams' dork ass Reddit founder husband, <laughs> who then said <laughs> who then his retort was I am a groupie for my wife and daughter. Which is just like, bro, don't say anything. This is not, you're coming to a a fight. Like, you're not going to win this fight, bro. Just be quiet. You are a dork. You are not built for this. Why not try, though? Because what's really going to happen? Nothing. Is Drake's Canadian soft ass really going to no, no, nothing's, put a fucking... No, nothing's going to happen at all, and no one cares. Put a zip on his head? No, that's not really going to happen. But I just think it's so funny that that guy responded by being like, you know what, Drake? I am a wife guy, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> and it's like we we all know that dude you're you're like it's just it's all there but it was a pretty funny line i have to say it is a funny line it's just drake acting out because he clearly wants serena williams to quote unquote beat him up real bad his words not mine i guess the reason this this happened is because he met he he met serena introduced him to the husband you know when they when they were together or whatever a while back and the husband pretended to not know who drake was <laughs> we're just like on some like oh i don't really listen to music what, what's your name you know what i mean um which is just a i would love i mean to be in the room to see uh to see somebody attempt that just the cojones it takes to try and pull it off with a straight face to be like you know what? You look super. F- you, we said your name was Dr- Drac- Drake. Drake. Are you Drake? Are you? Are you? Do you have your stuff on like SoundCloud? Like I can check it out. That's cool. So, oh, Bandcamp Fridays are big. Yeah, I'll make sure to support you. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think it reminds me of this time. I remember this time in like 2006 when Perez Hilton was like the biggest thing in the world. Like this guy was like mm-hmm. it was huge. It's all you make could talk about. This is before the lap band. Way before the lap band, before he was crying. Yeah. So I met this. It was like a friend of, it was a friend of somebody's and Perez Hilton came up and she literally was like, I don't know who that is. I don't have a TV. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's interesting because he's not on TV. It's a website. And I was literally like, you're lying. And she would not back down to claim that she didn't know who Perez Hilton was. And I, to this day, I believe she was lying the same way that Serena's husband is let's lying. Let's give her a call. Yeah, let's, let's ring her up. But yeah, I mean, I think this is pretty good. But I mean, people are, are going crazy for it because it's like rap music is such a terrible place that this is like as good as it's going to get probably. Yeah, some, yeah, the lyrics on Middle of the Ocean really are. It's going absolutely bananas. There's a lot going yeah. on.
It's it's very wordy. This is this is definitely five thousand words. I get upset when rappers reference rock bands. Like I want to be. I, I'm trying to. I think we should launch a consultancy where we kind of help them with that. I'm going Pink Floyd. You beep cannot rock with me. Like Pink Floyd, we got to do better. Mm-hmm. Like we could do something a little a little cooler than that. And I think this happens a lot. We're like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. You know the Beatles. Like we should go a layer deeper. You know. Like, why isn't Drake saying, I'm going mud, honey? You know, oh, God. you beep cannot rock with me. And he mentions, <laughs> he, you know I like that he clears the record saying, I never wore Mike Amiri's. I mean, that's a also saying his name instead of just Amiri's is a nice personal shot. In a way that only Drake can do. I mean, it's because he has thick thighs. I don't think it's because he didn't want to. <laughs> Drake's got too. Drake's got too much in the in the wagon to p- pull on the lycra. He did say, "I'm really on a roll like Hamachi," which is uh, that's a little more of a drum line than a Drake line. You could do better. <laughs> that does that does that does feel dramish. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, look, it was nice to hear a couple of these songs on the treadmill, and that's kind of where it's at. But like, I did hear a lot of it in the street yesterday. I have to say, I heard a lot of cars bumping it in New York City. I guess the the, the final takeaway on it in a in a sea where almost every album is bad. Um, this one, this is cream floating to the top. It's obviously not the best work that Drake's ever ever done or Twenty One has ever done, but it's definitely like compared to what else we got going on. I think the 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 whole world is happy to have an album that they can listen to. Unfortunately, there are a lot of skips, mm-hmm. and just do what I do on Spotify: just go through, make a new playlist, add the entire album to it, and then just remove all the songs that are bad, and then that's how you listen to it. You never have to skip. I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to go that far because I don't care. Because usually, I just listen to the same one good song fifty times. Well, you're not going to go that far because on Apple Music, I don't know if you have that level of functionality i might not that's that's true i've never tried but i mean look this is better than this is better than kendrick lamar thank god for that so you yeah, know well, we're I mean, moving on up it's no it's no black star though featuring most deaf and talib quali check him out on snl next week <laughs> yeah black star playing snl is is literally the dustiest thing i've ever seen in my life um but you know this is where I, it's also the the new black panther movie comes out next week they could have gotten rihanna to do that boring song if they were gonna you know what i mean like let's celebrate something that's timely i think the the boring rihanna song is growing on me a little bit i listened to they were playing it when i was in the when i was in the uber on the way to jfk i think it may have come on the radio but if you get caught in the right emotional state yeah that's the true. leaves are falling you're, you're zooming by down that bridge mm-hmm it was it was kind of hitting. I think it'll be a grower, not a shower. Are you feeling a come down from your time in New York? Are you feeling like you need some electrolytes? And, are you are you mentally exhausted? Oh yeah, I'm no, I'm I'm physically and mentally destroyed for sure. So I'm very happy to be home. Uh, the the daylight savings mm. really kind of fucked me up though. It's always weird to do that, but I, I it was the first time where I timed this weird sequence of events to where I. I got eight and a half hours of sleep while also waking up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, that is... Because of like how early I went to bed and with the the hour time change, I woke up at 4.30 and I was like, God fucking damn it. I'm really not... I don't have the time right now for this. And then uh, I started doing the math in my head and I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to... It's time that's to why you me felt a, so good. Yeah, that's why you felt so good. There's nothing better than getting that eight hours, but still waking up at the at the CEO at the CEO time to really oh man kick your day it's off. The fucking best. I unfortunately have had to go out every night, uh, and last night was no different to celebrate the union of of Joe Coscarelli. Oh yeah, and and yet Carrie. another industry wedding. I went to another industry wedding at at local nightclub Jeans, so it was literally just a party um but it was a it was a real who's who but i you know i went because because they gave like a you know creative they gave like some sort of prompt for the dressing you know and i was just like i'm wearing a suit with a tie like i'm not thinking about this and chris chang showed up in a suit and tie as well which was surprising to me well what was the prompt the prompt was like you know creative something 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 which uh, which leads me to believe that people are going to do like show up in like a t-shirt is is often what happens. Mm. So I went the other way and kind of kept it extremely buttoned up, extremely formal, which I felt pretty good about. Okay. Um, as I danced the night away. Yeah, I guess it could be like you know you can wear your your Armani suit, but then like 
wouldn't it be random if I like wore Tim's with it or something like that? Like yeah. splash out, make it my own. Yeah. Or, you know, some beef and brocks, yeah. some weatherman. I think for, for a Joe Coscarelli wedding, I would have rocked the weathermans. And I think that would have been pretty cool, but I didn't really have time to, to get those. Those do, those come in your size, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Just something to think about as the holidays kind of approach. Do you think the, the Rick Owens clown shoes come in my size too? I would have to imagine that I would have to imagine. I mean, they, I think they outfit a lot of athletes athletes and uh mm-hmm. bigger fellas yeah any anybody that outfits bigger fellas i think they're gonna have something for you that's my that's my guess um but i can call rick and, and say rick owens can you do something for me <laughs> I, I will make you very jealous to know that i will be uh guess where i'm eating lunch today chris i, I mean it's a casual supermarket that also offers a hot and cold bar oh so you're okay so last night you hit you hit Del Taco, and then today you're going to Erwan, Air, is what you're telling me. Last night, I went to a restaurant called Pija Palace in in Cursed Silver Lake. What is the what kind oh what kind God. of food is this? It sounds like it, it, I don't like the name. It has it has p it has p in it. You don't like p. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, just your standard fare. Um, Indian gay millennial Gen Z sports bar. Okay, I, I feel like I saw this on on Carolyn's story. Was there like a twenty six dollar hummus that was flipped on its head? No, 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 no. That's uh, it was more. It's like basically bar food. So it's like it's like a Gen Z sports bar. It's like if if like whoever like actually? designs glass, yeah, like actually, like if whoever designs Glossier stores, okay, was was tasked to make a sports bar, that's kind of what this would be. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, why on earth would you go here? Well, a lot of people say that the food is good, and I've I've heard people who I trust say the food there was good, and it's it's kind of a tough res to get. And we saw one pop up, and we're like, "Ah, eh, fuck it, let's give it a shot." And the food there was good, but so you have to make a reservation to eat at a sports bar in Silver Lake. Yes, one thousand percent. Okay, and by sports, you mean they were playing actual sports on the TV, or like? It's just themed that way, and they're playing like old MTV. It was, it was. They were just playing pickleball on on ESPN Ocho. Yeah, that's that's what I'm asking. <laughs> no, no, no. They were they were playing like like Florida State versus okay, so, so Miami, like college. It football. wasn't the cornhole thing I saw on ESPN too. It was it was real. It wasn't cornhole. It wasn't curling. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't so high what's, school what's vo- the, indoor volleyball. What's the crowd? What I would love to understand how what, the crossover of people who want to watch college football on a Saturday night and get drunk, and people who want kind of thoughtful Indian cuisine. <laughs> Besides, well, I you. think the problem is I think the problem is in their in their mind when you're starting a business, you're like, all right, we're gonna it's gonna be like a sports bar, but not like the average sports course, bar. It's gonna course. have like really good, interesting food, and instead of just like bud lights we're gonna have like allagash yes and you know a twisted ipa and instead of you know all these you know vodka soda or vodka cranberry we're gonna have this you know sazerac with gordon bubble you know just all these like mixology things like that and i think the problem was the restaurant got really busy and like too too packed and and hard to get a table that they sort of lost focus on the sports element and just tried to you know accommodate all the customers so there were like a dozen giant flat screen tvs all playing college football but oh. truly not a single person in there paying attention was watching was was yeah cared about it at what all. what a weird people just I, I i just that's such a strange concept to me like i just don't think that that needs to exist i mean i guess if the food's good it doesn't really matter but like, I don't want to go. If if I go into a restaurant and has twelve TVs in the wall, I'm immediately turned off, and I don't care if the food's good or not. It's just too much. It's weird. Yeah, if you go to a place that has twelve TVs in the wall, it's it's not really a restaurant at that point. It's it's just a bar that has food, and if if the food is actually good, then that's just uh, you know a happy coincidence. Now were these were these small plates shareable it was shareable stuff so yeah we had like onion rings with like some type of chutney that was actually pretty pretty good um they have like a lot of pizzas they have wings and tenders and stuff like that and there's an indian twist on all of these american bowling alley classics all the food is indian yeah all the food is indian the pizza has like paneer on on it and shit and like it, it's all it's all Indian flavor and spice, and the food was all pretty good. I couldn't really knock it, but that's good. 
I just can't. I just can't go to young people Gen Z restaurants anymore. What was the just, what was the I, what was the crowd like? It was just like TikTok food bloggers and people on first dates, and there was some. There, I mean, like all the people there were nice, and like the staff was cool, and everyone was just not for you attentive. And I didn't have any complaints, but it was just like, I mean, I really am just like old or washed or something because I I just couldn't really handle being in that room. I felt. I didn't feel above it. I was just like, this is not, this is not for me kind of thing. Everything you just described to me is insane. All of that stuff is like insane that that's a real thing that exists. And for it to be good is just a cherry on top. Yeah. I, I think eventually they will just, just abandon the, the sports part yeah. and just, yeah. the, if you want to watch TV, you can kind of thing, but whatever. It's fun. It's fun when you see that happen when like a place opens and it's like, really well done and like nice and kind of high end and then it becomes mm-hmm. a year la- a year later it's like a graffiti bomb <laughs> bathroom where they they just serve <laughs> vodka sodas and don't oh they've abandoned everything they're like we're making right. so much money we don't give a shit about this, we have this like, new cons and they're like yeah we uh we just do smash burgers now <laughs> yeah it literally it's like i've seen it happen so many times and it's just like i get it but it, i, I just nothing think wrong that, with like, the pivot nothing wrong with the pivot at all no there's nothing wrong with the pivot especially when it lines lay pockets but I, i'm just so glad that i don't have to go to silver lake anymore there's just something about it that just pisses me off. I can't remember the last time I, I've been to Silver Lake either. And if I do go, it's I like to do something funny, like go to Intelligentsia, you know, and like sit in the heart of it. Because people <laughs> people like to say Stella's a good restaurant, which is a bold faced lie. Um so I try mm-hmm. I try to no, honey. I try to avoid that. People get mad at me when I say that. I'm like, do you want saucy fish for fifty in Silver Lake? I don't. <laughs> saucy like, fish. Why would you? Like, it's it's cool looking, and I'm sure somebody's making a fortune because they got in when the getting was good. Oh, yeah. and location's amazing, but like, that is not a place to eat. I don't even drink, and I know it's not a place to eat. I think it's just nostalgia, you know. Yeah. Same thing as so many of these other. I mean, maybe by the time that we're like a hundred years old and about to die, people will talk about Stella like it's you know musso and franks or peter luger or something yeah. like that like oh i've been going to this old place for so long yeah that's true that's probably true yeah people that that moved to altadena and they're like we got a babysitter we're going back to our old haunt tonight mm-hmm. i got a 10 15 dinner res we're eating outside <laughs> yeah i was able to secure a 10 15 do they still have valet in the back or is it kind of street parking <sighs> um no what is the uh we didn't talk about the the show on Friday yeah, for our listeners who were not in Williamsburg for our, our sold out show. First of all, thanks to everyone for coming, especially, uh, Hari Neff for being our special guest that we did not deserve to have on stage, but we still did somehow. Um, but yeah, the show, how did, how did you feel, feel about it? Oh, I felt good. I had a great time. I thought it was, the, <clears throat> it might've been the best how long gone green room we've ever, ever had. Well, we couldn't smoke in there. So that maybe you're wrong about that. I mean, no, I think the crowd in the green room was the best we've had so far, as far as the, the variety of people and friends that were able to, they were able to tap in. There were, there were, yeah, that's true. But I did see, uh, maybe three or four people who I had no, maybe more than that, maybe eight people who I did not know. That's your fault. I mean, that's my. But I, I remember I had to, I had to not yell, but I had to make somebody uncomfortable. He was like a tall, tallish white guy, and he kind of had like curly, curly kind of bushy hair. Does that ring a bell? No, I mean that could literally be anyone. What was the issue? No, it couldn't be. He had, he was like, he had like kind of curly, bushy hair. How many people do you know who have that? I don't know. But and anyway, the issue was. He just kept drinking my bottle of tequila. Oh, you're saying he was sucking down the Casamigos too quickly for your liking? Yes. I'm. I, well, it's like you're in my green room. Sure. And I don't know who you are. You don't come up and say hi to me or in- introduce yourself to me. We're in a room that's literally like a, a 10 by 10 square yeah, the a, size yeah, of yeah, my, yeah. my guest bedroom. It's a jail cell vibe. And it's like, so you're not going to introduce yourself to me, but you will have no problem having your way with my bottle of tequila the one bottle of tequila that i have so how did you how did you bro how much yeah how did you approach this well i saw him like pouring a drink for someone and i was like don't like that (laughs) and then i came i went to the bathroom came out and he was pouring another one and i was like bro how much of my tequila are you gonna drink (laughs) he didn't say anything and he did a little like a, a hand motion of like a pinching like I'm just just a little bit like I'm making a cutesy face. Yeah, yeah. Just and I yeah, was like, yeah, "Who yeah. are you?" 
Like, why are you here? And he didn't really say anything. So I'm, I'm sure you're friends with him, and he's probably listening to this right now, and maybe he thinks I'm an asshole. The problem is with all these venues, you know, there's a few stragglers that make it in via venue. You know, it's it's like there's there's always somebody. But yeah, I, I didn't notice that, but I'm glad that you were kind of policing your tequila because that is the only thing you get. No, well, because there's there's other, like I was in there and every once in a while, you know, a different white guy who's 40 would walk in the room and I'm like, oh, he must be a guy that Chris knows. And they will come up with a smile on their face and shake my hand and introduce themselves. Yeah, that's true. And I'm like, okay, that's fucking steve that's how you behave and if he wants to have one of my brewskis go ahead but don't don't do that for shame yeah don't come in here and put two of my coronas in your in your jean pockets and walk out this is too far (laughs) this is just too much well you could try but i'm gonna have i'm gonna have fucking one of the secret service come snatch you up bro i think the bowery crowd was a little rowdier a little better for my money um and maybe that's because um we were in Williamsburg and those people are just, you know, neutered and they're beaten down by the society they live in. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know that that was my, that was my gut, but I had a blast. So I met a guy who drove from Jersey to come to that show. I met, I met people from LA yesterday. Someone came from Pittsburgh maybe. Oh yeah. I think you're right. I was, I was, I was literally sitting in a deli staring out the window, drinking a water yesterday like just having a, a moment and and uh mm-hmm. a couple came up like bro great show last night we actually are from la it was sick Damn. and it was the perfect interaction they were very nice they were very cool and then they just went on their way you know mm-hmm. i believe they were going to I, I believe they were going to the throwing fits garage sale mm. um so I, I wish them luck and i hope they didn't get like that trampled you know to, to <laughs> get a get a size 12 uh you know and some free hokas that someone didn't want i think it'd be cool to find out how much money everybody made yesterday because i i saw a macy's black friday style post from james where there was like a hundreds of people to go buy other mm-hmm. men's used clothes uh, well that goes that goes back to my theory that everywhere you go from a joe rogan concert to a menswear vintage trunk sale to a starbucks at the airport everyone wants to subconsciously stand in line they like standing in line because you get to be around other people but you also get to be on your phone that's that's my fucking stoner thought idea of it it's like you want you want to be i see like if you're walking around you you can (laughs) It's hard to look at the phone because you're going to walk into a stop sign or whatever it might be, oncoming traffic. Damn. Okay. So you're saying you can stand shoulder to shoulder with some of your homies and like you, but you can still just listen to your music or your podcast on your headphones or you can chat if you want to. Yes. There's the option. Yes. Okay. I think, yeah, because before it's just like, okay, now it's time to do laundry or walk the dog or whatever, whatever it is in the world. And the thought of doing that now without listening to a podcast or calling your friend or listening to music or whatever, just doing it alone in pure silence without your phone sounds crazy. So you kind of need something. And I think waiting in line is a perfect place to socialize yourself, even though you don't want to, yeah. while also being able to stare at your phone the entire time. No, this is this is a good theory. This is a good theory. And you're with your boys from Discord and shit. You know what I mean? You got your you got your cash app ready to tap to pay so you can get those new balance that have only been worn three times. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a good it's a good deal for everybody really. <laughs> but I wanna I wanna get some I want to get some numbers because I bet I bet I bet it did quite well. I'm I'm sure. But I thought only hot chicks could sell their blown out egg house on the corner. But it's good to <laughs> know it's good to know that men can literally sell jeans that have had the crotch repaired for money in today's society i think it's nice to know that equality exists well i I think it it's kind of like when you go to your friend's art gallery and they're selling you know like 20 dollar photographs or something like that you just feel like you should buy something to support the ecosystem that you are a part of maybe i don't know i think it's genius though because you get because it's like a guy will spend two hundred dollars on some shit you don't want, so they can like be in your presence. Oh, one thousand. That's the genius. That's the genius of it. Is like you're buying this, you're never gonna wear it, but you want to have a reason to say what's up to me. It's 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 a smart business move. I I, I respect it. It's all. It's it. also it's it's very similar to like the meet and greet type of thing where yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, yes, we are all here for certain reasons. Like, yes, I did buy a, a ticket to this concert or this live podcast or this any type of event going on, any type of IRL experiential marketing campaign situation. You have to have some type of goal at hand versus just like, oh, I, I, I intend to go here so I could take a selfie with somebody I like who's sort of famous and then post it on Instagram. Like, there has that's to what be everyone a, wants to do, to but be. you have to sort of have a catalyst yeah. to get get there. No, you're right. I would agree with that. And thank God, thank God that um, you know, the nightclub is dead. We're used to go to do this, and now you have to go to you know these these other things that <laughs> that, that aren't fun and don't involve drugs. Maybe they involve a little bit of alcohol, but it's probably like natural wine or something. You is know? it better? Would is it better? Would you prefer going to like clothing store parties like that or book um, parties like that? I, I'm not. I actually have no feelings either way. I think a good party is. I think a good gathering is a good gathering, no matter what the impetus is, depending on depending on you know many factors. Do you do you think that if you go to what's what's the is it Dashwood? Yeah, I miss Dash. Um, but I think when you're at a like a, a a book party at a at a you know at a bookstore or whatever like that, and the the natural wine is flowing, I think the conversation is sort of subconsciously predisposed to be something a little more thought-provoking or intellectual than a clothing thingy which is normally like the the root of the convo is what's the move later versus like let's discuss some some interesting topics perhaps i mean i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to dashwood this week for a signing i mean i think that's the thing is that the the and also higher probability of getting your dick wet at a book thingy i think yeah there are there there versus, are versus a yeah, there thingy. are women usually at book things when well it's, i mean when it's mi- and when i say getting your dick wet that's just a metaphor for anyone of any gender having any type of wet sex okay all right all right arthur all right <laughs> All right, Arthur Carr, relax, bro. <laughs> no more Mithyful me- me- uh, on this po- on this podcast. But I'm having a big Monday night tomorrow, okay? Which I wanted to talk to you about. I'm 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 taking your uh, locker room talk buddy Kobe uh, to see the 1975 at MSG tomorrow. They're, they're streaming oh, yeah. it live on Amazon. Well, I'll be watching it at home on Amazon. I talked to George this morning, and he was like. Bro, this shit is like two hours. <laughs> and he's like, so we were ideating on something that I have never heard of, and and he put me on to. Have you heard of something called a shiwi? Shiwi is that something? Is that like a diaper for people who perform on stage? So I was, I, I, he was like, I was telling him he's got to hydrate when you're playing drums for two hours. That's pretty extreme. And he's like, well, actually, the problem is like you can't go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh well, you can have your drum tech bring over a coke bottle, right? You know. That would that's what I would do because I'm paying this guy too much. And then he said, "Oh no, I would just use a shiwi." And then he sent me a screenshot, and it's a it's basically a device that is made for women to stand up and urinate. Oh, it's like a mini kind of trough situation. Well, no, it it's like a it looks a little bit it, it it's <laughs> it looks like a urinal with a dick hanging off of it. So it kind of it almost looks like an elephant. A little bit. All right, I gotta Google it now. Yeah, no, it's it's honestly crazy. And I was embarrassed. I didn't know what this was. Shewee.com, S H E W E E. It's the original feminine, the original female urinating device is what their uh, their tagline is. Yeah, great copywriting over there. Yeah, it was just an interesting. Okay, okay. It was an interesting thing to discover, and I I think that there is there needs to be more visibility around kind of drummers trying to hydrate but also needing to use the bathroom during a long set at the garden you know what are they supposed to do okay i i gotta say shiwi.com is now the craziest website of all time it's it's, it's honestly amazing and I, I told i was like george i'm embarrassed i didn't know what this was there are there are dozens of products that shiwi makes there's the shiwi extreme the shiwi flexi <laughs> she pee extreme she can we Little black bag, shiwi, shiwi flexi, and then there's another completely different wing, uh, another tent pole item called the pee bowl, p e e b o l, like minute bowl. It's a pocket sized okay. toilet, and they also okay. make the pee bowl disposable vomit bag as well as pocket-sized the pocket sized toilet. Pocket sized toilet. 
Bro, that's like, fuck? I mean, like, yo, your man's a pocket-sized toilet. It feels like when people have the portable dog bowl, you know, and they throw it down and put the water in it. I guess it's the same kind of kind of vibe. But I just, I've been thinking about this after he told me this. I was like, this is crazy. This exists. It's probably a multi-million dollar business that I had never heard of. And the graphics and all yeah. the, all the like, no, it's all amazing. of the kind of instructional drawings are amazing. The whole thing's amazing. But I, I wonder why this started and what the reasoning was it feels like it might have been like an outdoors situation like a yeah camp, you know what i mean like a camping mm-hmm. kind of thing um but yeah i i was blown away by that but anyway so yeah we're going to we're going to msg tomorrow to see, to see this show on a monday night it's going to be it's going to be a late one for me so i i just wanted to kind of put i don't you know i think i saw the 1975 or they they were talking about how like the show starts early like it's it's like bro show starts or show, show if a show starts at eight thirty and it's two hours it's still a late night for me yeah for a Monday I guess that's a good you know? point wow so I'm look I'm sorry I got to go back to the pee bowl which is please please the pee bowl it appears it's it's called a pocket sized toilet there's no photo of the actual device it's just the the packaging for it but it's a pocket sized loo which allows men women and children to urinate on a go on the go and I think. What it is is like um, it's a pad that you pee on, and it turns your urine into a solid gel instantaneously. Why on earth would I need that? What is the situation? What is the situation? Well, you can use it for camping, long car journeys, traffic jams, traveling, festivals, cycling, climbing, skiing, dirty toilets, post-surgery, sports injuries, pregnancy, armed forces, sailing, kayaking, canoeing, fishing, (laughs) mobility-impaired, Police women, contractors. Hold on, hold on. How do they spell women? Is it W O M Y N or W O M X N? Of course. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. I just wanted to make sure. So this just solves all of your toilet dilemmas, I guess. I'm okay. I'm uh, quite interested. I, in I feel like I'm. I unfortunately feel like the, the, if if this product is able to turn urine into a solid or gel-like substance that there's a heavy chemical compound that's going on that could be cancerous. Yeah, so it looks like a, it kind of looks like a turkey baster inside of like a vape pen. <laughs> okay, sick. And and the whole point of it is you're not supposed to you don't have to squat while you pee. You're able to stand and take control of your piss. Yeah. So like if you're like if you go to a porta potty, you don't have to like squat or hover. You can just stand or whatever. I guess maybe you use both of them together. You you use you you use the pee bowl and you put it inside of the shiwi, and then you're able to. You don't have to just you dump to, out yeah. hot piss into you a garbage can. You can then just take the your body. your solidified yeah, yeah. hot gel piss. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I wonder if it's vegan. That's kind of my. It's just a little question, xanthan gum I'll, in there. I'll, Won't hurt you. Uh, okay, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna have to. It's not gluten free. It's not vegan. So I'm gonna skip over the piss bowl. But oh, it that is, is not a, vegan at all. The range of pro, the range of products is impressive, and I didn't know that Shiwi had branched <laughs> out into all these other things. I'm gonna have to share this with my network. Okay. Well, we need to go on Drake's sports betting website app and then see what the uh, the over under is on the 1975 taking a pee on amazon like during this two-hour performance will i be watching <laughs> yeah, our, yeah. our boy yeah. on the drum kit and will we able to see and what color she we is is he gonna get magenta light blue gold i was i was he was suggesting that we do a how long gone version but in like a manly black or navy that was kind of the and i was like that is a good idea because the the colors are female uh, identifying i would have to say i need to um see if they have wholesale yeah i mean we could we could at least co-brand if we if they wouldn't let us do our own color all right because i think you know if this is i don't know if this is an eva product but there's you know if adidas adidas has a lot of space in the line these days so maybe we could kind of those yeezy slides are, are are not being made right now you know so that maybe we could kind of slot in some how long gone 1975 peewees. I gotta say, all this talk is getting me so excited to pee. Um, howlonggone.com is a website. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening and coming out to all of our shows in LA and New York. We sold them all out. God bless. And then yeah. we'll be in Seattle December 15th selling some tickets there. And, and thanks to everyone for buying merch. That'll be all shipping out this week as well. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. Thank God. I guess that's about it. Thank God. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. See you in Seattle on the fifteenth. But yeah, we'll be back this week with more.
Excellent podcast as always, Jason. Um, I'm glad you're back in California. I can hear the relaxation in your voice. Um, and I called my masseuse in New York, and someone had booked a three and a half hour appointment. So I'm kind of scrambling on the Sunday afternoon. Um, Speaking of shooting, so I need to I need you to pray for me, please, if you could, because my shoulders are really tight. Prayers up, baby. Prayers up. I'm gonna virtu- I'm virtually rubbing you right now for Zoom. No homo. Okay, bye, guys.